Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, welcome back to the Confident Woman Podcast. This just in, I'm pregnant. Woohoo! <laughs> right? Talk about game changer for a lot of things in life. So, this whole experience has got me thinking, well, A, like, number one, it's pretty cool I'm making a human. That's pretty neat. That is pretty kind of weird too, but Anna can hear my voice right now. I just learned that. It can. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it understands, but whatever. But number two, it's got me thinking about all kinds of things to do, whether with my business and all this, like, how am I going to balance and work all this out and make it all happen? Which is crazy because we've talked about stuff like this before and a lot with like moms and we've both been like, oh, can't really relate specifically, but here's some ideas where soon I will have some insider knowledge. Yeah, and I think it's great because you're navigating this and kind of just, we're all on a different journey. And so it's cool that you're going to bring this to the table and kind of bring in a whole different light and perspective. And especially you're going to be growing and learning through this whole thing. And I think it's, I mean, first of all, again, congrats. I know I've been like cheering for you. I was like, is it time to announce? Is it time to announce? You were one of the first to know because I couldn't keep a secret. (sighs) I know, and I was holding it for so long too. (laughs) But no, I think this is going to be cool that we both get to learn, you know, as as me being part of this journey with you, I think it's going to be an awesome um, journey together. So yes, congrats again. Thanks. It's definitely scary because, I mean, I've noticed already just, Figuring things out for the future, like with me, like coaching basketball, my husband coaches football, even already, like we haven't even like, like my baby is due in April. And so we haven't even, we still have a little while, but we're like, wait, what are we going to do when you have football practice and basketball practice and switch this? So I know it's things that we're going to have to figure out our time management and how to work everything in, but then still, still have time to do all the things that we want to do to, to create our goals, which (laughs) Ryan and I got into a conversation the other day, we were talking about. He was talking about wanting like, especially like the first year, first child, like, do I want to coach football next year? Because, you know, I don't want to miss anything, whatever, which PS, by the way, I feel like Ryan's going to be way the better parent than I'm going to be. Because I'm not like, (laughs) I've already said some things that I'm like, a normal mom probably wouldn't say these things. But to me, I was like, no, you absolutely should coach because I want to teach our child that like, just because like things change or something pops up, you still do the things that you want to do and you make it work regardless. So I see his point as far as like, you want to be there for everything. And he's like, okay, they're a year old. They're not going to really like be modeling what I'm doing at that point anyways. So I get that. But I don't know, like I want to keep, and again, this might change because they're not born yet. And so I'm not like taking care of them outside of my body, like doing things. But as of right now, like my mindset is I don't want to, and again, it might change, but I don't want to change my lifestyle right now because I want to be able to show people, I guess, that you can still do the things that you want to do regardless. You know, you just find ways to make things work. Yeah, I think that's really important to kind of set that that tone now. And of course, I mean, everything's going to change. So I've heard from many first-time moms who all said, nope, I'm not going to change anything. You know, I'm going to bring this child in and like, we're just going to still continue doing whatever they were doing. And it's like, no. After they're born, yeah. It will change you completely. Right. But it's also knowing that going into it and having the open communication with your husband is great because mm-hmm. you're going to do this together. But yeah, I mean, I think just, I mean, 
whether you have a baby or a pet or a business, mm-hmm. I mean, anything new mm-hmm. is going to be life-changing. Yeah, it's going to be insane. And I know my mom's already like, we love to travel. That's what Ryan and I do. That's how we met. My mom's super old school. Like, you shouldn't take your child anywhere for whatever. I mean, granted, I'm not going to hop on a flight to Spain with my one-week-old child. But I'm just saying, like, before they're one, I'm sure we'll be doing these things. So I think, too, like, and again, I've had a lot of advice from people, I guess. And I'm starting late in life, too. So, I mean, I'm 34 and pregnant with my first child. So probably don't have many time to have many more. But I think, too, it's like... I'm not so influenced, I guess, by like other people at this point in my life. Like I have friends and people I know like that parent, just certain styles where I'm like, everyone wants to give you advice and they're all, and they always contradict each other. So that's something that I'll be figuring out is how I want to do all the things I want to do. Exactly. It's your life and you're going to do this the best for you your child yeah. and your husband. Ryan was like, can't you wait? Like it was just last weekend. He was like, can't you wait till there's just like a little kid here and he needs you to like fill up his juice cup or something. And I'm like, listen, Ryan, that kid's going to know exactly where the juice is and how to fill up his cup. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to create independence as soon as they, as soon as I can with this child. But no, I think it's something to like, I, it's crazy because it's like, what do you do? I was thinking about like, what do you do when like, God blesses you with two two goals at the same time, right? We're always like praying for this, whatever, where I ended up finding out I was pregnant just right before the preseason of this basketball season, which my goal since I always wanted to coach basketball at the varsity level. That's just always been a goal of mine. And that was given to me that opportunity this summer. So it was like, I had an opportunity obviously to decide, hey, I'm pregnant. Like maybe this isn't the best time for me to be coaching, but I thought, screw that because these are all like young girls, like high school age girls. And I want them to see that like you can still do both things. So I didn't want them to be like, oh, I got to choose between family and things I wanted. Cause that was a big thing for me. My whole twenties was I never want to have kids. Cause I was still like, I want to go build a business and get this and have my financial security, travel the world, do all of these things before kids where there's lots of people that do both simultaneously. So I just didn't want to set that. I I just wanted to be an example for these young girls to see like, okay, you can still do the things that you want to do and follow your passions and do these things and have a family at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's great to set that example. And so now that you have this work-life balance, what advice do you give? Like how, I I know I get get questioned that a lot and I'm like, you know, for me, I don't think there really is a a balance because when you do what you do and and especially as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. like, it just all flows into it. I yeah. feel like there's never a time where you just put a pin in it and say, okay, then, you know, it's done. So right. I think it's going to be quite interesting, like just to hear from our community too. So we'd love for to, to hear from you. How do you find work-life balance? Yeah. Drop us a comment or even in our Facebook group, but we're all navigating this life <laughs> the best we can <laughs> with yeah, what we is. know. So yeah, I think I went to a coaching clinic a couple of weeks ago and I was inspired. The um, Bowling Green women's head basketball coach was there. And she um, has a few kids. And she used a word that I really liked. So she said, instead of work-life balance, she talked about work-life integration. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And I was like, Phew. yeah. And so she finds, way, like, there's ways to find, to put, bring your family and your kids into what you're doing. I think it's harder. I guess it's hard to say it because I've never had the typical nine to five corporate career. I've never had that. So I guess I, I don't have any 
this is just me guessing. I think it's easier to have a work-life integration if you are like an entrepreneur, if you have your own business, because usually you're building a business around something you're passionate about. You're not going to go build a business around something you hate. Exactly. Where a lot of people do hate their jobs. So you're not like, oh, I don't want my kids anywhere near my job because I hate it. But I'm just saying like, it's easier. I feel like if you're doing something you're passionate about, whether it's coaching or your own business, or it's easier to like filter that in. Like Ryan and I, our business is in travel. So that's going to be very simple to like, integrate children into because mm-hmm. we're going to be able to take them on trips, that kind of stuff. Or sports, you know, we playing sports, that kind of stuff. So to me, that's something we've been thinking about, obviously with a new coming baby, like how when they're older, we can integrate that. So it's not so much like, oh, I need to have a babysitter and this, 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 and keep my kids separate. It's like, we can keep them as a part of our business and not when they're a brand new baby, but as they get older, they, they can behave themselves, come to practices and be, you know, because I'm not going to be handling like a bunch of high school girls and a baby. Like, but you know what I mean? Like just like that, that work-life integration and like feeling like they're a part of that, your family. So I liked that. And I think too, I guess, I don't know, like it's hard because none of us have, neither of us have experience, I guess, in the corporate world. So, no. and finding that balance. So I think sometimes you just have to like cut, cut the fat, I guess of the things that you need, that you don't need to be doing. Yeah, I think for, or, yeah, exactly. Finding that balance. I mean, work-life balance. Like if though, if, if if you do have a corporate job or a nine to five kind of job, it's like, how do you just compartmentalize and just yeah. shut off and then come home and then put on that hat and then, you know, your your family time. Some people's then, work comes home with them. It, it does. <laughs> yeah. And it's like kind of when, when do you shut off to move on to the next thing? Mm-hmm. And I think even for me, I mean, I, I work at home. So sometimes it's just really hard because wherever my laptop is, is my office. Yeah. So I don't really have, I mean, I have an office, but I choose to not really work up there yeah. because it's just, you feel so isolated. Yeah. But so just shutting down the computer and just, you know, switching off from like, okay, that was business mode. And then maybe you'll be replying to, I don't know, my mom's emails or something like that. And so that's a personal thing. But even though I'm still in my office space, meaning my laptop. Right. Yep. And I think finding time to like do things that you like to do, just to like give you a re-energize kind Mm -hmm. of feeling, or I don't know, whether it's just like going to a coffee with a friend or drinking a bottle of wine by yourself in a room. But whatever you do to like decompress or whatever, just like finding time to do those things. I'm someone that I want to get better at this. I'm not good at it now, but people say like, even if you just get up an hour earlier, like how much can you get done before everything else? So that later that night you have that free time to do. Yeah. That's things you want to do. Getting up an hour earlier was like, yeah, it sounds I'm painful. not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, it was painful. <laughs> but I tell you what, it's it's really, really helped. This is something I started doing about six to eight weeks ago. Yeah. What a difference it makes. It's actually, it's all dark in the morning. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I don't like to be up before sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> and But I'm a night owl. So uh-huh. it, it, it works out both ways. But just getting up that, that extra hour, hour and a half earlier, I feel so much more productive. Yeah. And I'm actually like closing up at earlier on in the evening and it allows more time for me just kind of decompress, spend time with my husband or work on things that filling me. Like mm-hmm. maybe I'll have time just to read like a novel or something instead of, you know, always learning books or listen a to- A novel. I've read I a novel. I haven't, ha- I haven't read a novel. <laughs> I try to do one like once a year just as a break, but you know, just to kind of catch up and just have fun things to do. Yeah. I don't read novels for fun, but I will watch maybe a Netflix episode yeah. if I need to. Okay, so we watch we watch Netflix, but sometimes I'm just like, I just need to 
burying my face yeah. in a book that's not so like ingrained to learn and you yeah. know just to check out. I think I think I said this before, but I'm gonna say it again. Uh, my husband has he calls like a nothing box. So he had explained to me that sometimes in the male brain, <laughs> they're very compartmentalized. So it's like, I'm in my work box. I'm in my coaching box. I'm in my whatever online business box. I'm on, I'm in, so he's like, it's like, I can really like focus on women. Like all over. I, I, everything's like intertwined, like spaghetti. Like it's all together, like whatever. But he was explaining to me that that's not the case. So anyways, so he had explained to me one time that one of those boxes is simply nothing. He's like, sometimes I just want to zone out. I'm not working on anything. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not like just anything like that. So so that's what like re-energizes him is like just shutting down, shutting the brain, shutting like everything off. But I will say if you are married, you have to communicate that because sometimes I'm like, you jerk, why aren't you like responding to what I'm saying or answering me or blah, blah, blah. I told him he needs like a little like signs. Like, yeah, hey, turn on yeah, and off. Um, yeah. I'm on my, yeah. But I'm just saying like, even that, like even if it's just shutting down for like 20 minutes, just to whatever re-energizes you or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I would love to have a nothing box, but my brain just doesn't shut off. There's actually a book somebody was telling me about and I cannot remember the name of the book and maybe the book is something like women's brains are spaghetti and men's are like waffles. Yeah. And I, I, it, that's where that you, was yeah. the analogy because women were just so in, like, uh, we're a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Inside we got a million thoughts that are tied into something, something, something. And the way that this woman was telling me about this book is men's brains are like the waffle. So where the syrup mm-hmm. just sits in the little grooves, yeah. they, it just moves from one to the next to the next. And I'm like, so there's actually a space that there's nothing when you ask your spouse or something, what are you thinking about? And they say nothing. Literally, they're thinking yeah. about nothing. And I'm like, I want that. How that's, is that possible? That's definitely a book because the first time I ever, when we were dating and I, I first ever experienced him in a nothing box, I was like, God, he, he's crazy. What happened all of a sudden? And and that's, I think he saw, like, I don't think he read the book, but I think he saw like an excla- explanation of it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, you need to check this out. This is what happens when I'm like that. I'm just yes. in a nothing box. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I haven't read the book because I can't even remember the title of the book, but, but it was hope, that spaghetti and waffles. There was like, I hope there's like some insight as to how a woman can have a waffle brain. Yeah. <laughs> even for like five minutes. <laughs> no, even if I'm like telling Ryan things, like all this stuff, he's he stares at me sometimes. He's like, I'm not even sure where to begin because you just said like four Yeah. Things. No, my husband, <laughs> he like, gets like so overwhelmed and he's like, I have to step away and go like, process this. And I'm like, well, I'm not done talking. Yeah. I'm so like, got- welcome to my brain. I have to live with this every day. You can listen to it for five minutes. Jeez. <laughs> Like, oh come on, this is what we have to deal with all the time. But but yeah, I don't know how we got onto waffles and spaghetti from balance, but oh yeah, finding a nothing box for your for your balance and mm-hmm. figuring it out. I don't think there's an answer, I guess, is the bottom line. I feel like you have to cut the fat out of the things in your life that aren't important. Let those go, be done with those. Because there's things in my life that I just recently, like they were just energy time sucking things that I was like, I don't need this. Like, we're going to cut that out. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, just like a couple weeks ago, I think I like text you. Like I was just so burned out on like everything. And the thing is, is like, if you're burned out and you're looking at what you're, why you're burned out, are they things that matter? And that's what realization I had to have. I was like, some of these don't even matter. And I'm like, they're adding to like the stress that I just don't need to have. So I think 
if you're find, trying to find balance, cut the fat, cut that out, find time, do something that energizes you, whatever that is for you, whether it's a nothing box or a novel or a bottle, whatever, whatever you got to do, just something that re-energizes you. And then just work on like integration. How can you find, how can you integrate the things in your life to create more of a balance? Yes. And hop over to our Facebook group because- And help us. Yeah. We want to know (laughs) because we're all navigating together. So why not? Right? So our Facebook group is the Confident Woman Podcast. And hopefully we will see you there. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman Podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.